What up? Welcome in to uh, another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, what's going on? Nothing much. Yeah. Nothing so, much. So, this episode comes out on Friday. The, uh, what would it be, the 31st, I believe? Um, yeah. Yep. This yep, episode will be 31st. out January uh, 31st on Friday. We are recording this on Monday the 27th. Yep. And if you live under a rock like Patrick Starr, you uh, don't know, which you should, but... Like I said, we're recording this on Monday. Even if you did live under a rock, you still you found out. Know, yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant uh, was in a helicopter accident. When we're recording this yesterday, when you're hearing this Sunday, and him and his 13-year-old daughter, as well as seven other people, um, all all died. No, there was no survivors from the helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. And it's very, it's very odd to me that the night before he watches LeBron pass him on the all-time scoring list at Staples Center. And then the next day, he's gone. Yeah. And so when I found out, you had texted me and you're just like, rip to the GOAT Kobe. Yeah. And I responded with, what? Because I had no idea what you are talking about. And when you said Kobe died in a helicopter crash i immediately opened my phone yeah, went to, look, yeah. looked it up and i thought it was one of those things where it's like oh there's been one about jackie chan there's been one about yeah. all these different people oh they they died and it's a fake story but then i see espn's reporting it i see uh fox i see msnbc i see all these different news outlets are reporting it and i'm like okay maybe this is real yeah and i just kind of sat there on the couch and just kind of I don't really know how to explain it. I know he was your favorite athlete yeah, ever. Yeah. And I gave him crap, like joking yeah. around, but I told, I say every time we talked about it, I respect him. Yeah, absolutely. That dude. But so in my life, when like Michael Jackson and like Robin Williams and like other icons have passed away, I'm just kind of like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You know, I remember watching Michael Jackson's funeral on TV and I'm like, oh, this sucks. This hurt. Oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. Like, this hurt really, really bad because MVP, like, MVP, um, MVP, yeah. Yeah. NBA royalty don't die. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. only MVPs that have died are Wilt Chamberlain, well, he was pretty old. Yeah. And Moses Malone, which I'm not really sure how Moses Malone passed away, but he was older. Yeah. Bill Russell seems like he's, like, 100 years old. Yeah. He's never going to die. And yeah. And then only three MVPs have, have passed away. Wilt, Moses Malone, and Kobe. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was. It's uh, yeah, I, it's it was weird because, like you said, like NBA royalty doesn't die. No, so like, I think TMZ was the first one to report it. Yeah, which makes which, you think it's not real. Yeah, but like you, at the same time, that's their job, so you sort of have to take it with some seriousness, you know. Like it's their job to report news, but they also follow people around. So yeah, and exactly. Like report fake crap. So I didn't think it was real. Yeah, exactly. So. The, at the I think their first report was that like Kobe Bryant's helicopter crashed or something like that, and uh, Kobe Bryant was like supposedly on it or something like that. And it coming from TMZ, so when you think of just that first report, you're like, okay, I believe Kobe Bryant's helicopter crashed, but Kobe wasn't on it. That's what your like first thought is, like oh, Kobe didn't die. And then, like you said, just more and more and more and more reports of it start coming out and you're like you still sort of still sort of like in disbelief because it's it's Kobe Bryant you know he can't die for someone who literally seemed in, like invincible to a lot of people like you know go out break your right your shooting hand win a championship break your finger on your shooting hand win a championship tear your Achilles and walk off the court then walk back out on the court hit your free throws hit your free throws then walk off yourself then come back a year later and have a decent season. So. And then it just got even worse when uh, Gigi was on was yeah, on, the, on yeah. the helicopter, yeah. Well, I thought that, well, first off, any, that whole accident, 
any relief to help even like I'm not trying to be morbid here, yeah. but any relief to help anyone that was still alive prior, like post crash. Yeah. You weren't going to be able to, Mm-mm. from what I saw in video where it crashed, they had to like, most of them had to go uphill through fire or they, what I saw was they had another helicopter, which it was so foggy that yeah. other people didn't want to fly, but another helicopter, a paramedic helicopter came in and they actually, um, uh, not zip line, but like, um, line, like on lines, you know, dropped yeah. paramedics and EMTs down yeah. because it was on the hill at an angle and you couldn't get there. And then there was a quarter of an acre fire surrounding yep. it. So it was such a bad scene that nobody could get there. Yep. So even if there were survivors, it was just a weird, awful tragedy. But I wanted to talk about a couple things um, that I've heard. I've listened to a lot of ESPN stuff. I've listened to First Take. Um, the herd they're out in miami for the super bowl all these people are out in miami for the super bowl and you're, they're not talking about the super bowl nobody cares about the super no, bowl no one anymore. cares about the super bowl at all yeah but i've heard all of them talk uh nick wright doug gottley uh, Stephen a smith um colin coward all all yeah. those people have talked about it and i've heard but that's all that anyone's going to be talking about for the rest of the week yeah but i just wanted to put into just some perspective of how like i was saying this is different than Robin Williams or Michael Jackson or Roy Halladay, the pitcher, yeah. or people, other people like that. So the only one that really would even kind of be close would be Michael Jackson because a lot of people were very devastated over that. But Colin put it like this. He said, we watched Kobe Bryant play basketball when he retired yeah. at 37 years old, or yeah, at 38, yeah. we had watched him play basketball longer than we had not watched him play basketball. Yeah. He came in the league at 18, and he was in the league for 20 years. Yep. He played in the NBA longer than he was alive before that. Yep. So you literally watch somebody grow up. Yeah. And people want to say that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. And then there's people like me who want to say, well, I've got to see LeBron James play his whole career. That's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Well, for the people that say that Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time, that's a good argument. Yeah. But me saying LeBron's the greatest of all time, that's not true. Because, hold on, because here's my hot take. Because if Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time, then LeBron can't be the second greatest of all time. Because Kobe's the closest thing to Michael Jordan. Yeah. And... Kobe, better. I'm I'm sorry, but better scorer. Oh yeah, better passer. Michael might have won all these all defensive teams and stuff like that. He was player of the year. If you ask me, I think Kobe. What Kobe made what thirteen all defensive teams? I think so. Yeah, first all defensive yeah. team. Yeah, we've we've talked about um, if you could have one player for one game. I'm taking Kobe. Oh yeah, I'm taking Kobe because the season was it 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he averaged like. 35 a game 35, or uh, 36, but he, 36, were, 8 and 4. They were fighting for a playoff spot, and he got like six or seven games in a row when he scored like 35 points or more. He had like a 50-point game, the 60-point game. He had a, a four-game streak that year where he scored 50 or more in a row. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. And um, it's just – it's a guy that his first All-Star game at 19 years old, Carl Malone, comes up to set a screen, and he waves him off like – Oh, yeah. Go away, old head. Yeah. And then 12, 13 years later, a younger, more in his prime LeBron and older Kobe, and he, in the All-Star game, we're supposed to have fun, yeah. matches up with LeBron and like yeah. plays great defense, oh, got the block at the end of the game yeah. on LeBron. And then here's a – I heard, I think it was Chris Bouchard that said this, that uh, Michael Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. Here's what kind of person Kobe Brown – here's what kind of competitor Kobe Brown was. His – Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. Tip, whatever. Kobe leans over, and Michael bends down, and Michael says, we're not doing – this is what Chris Broussard said. It's a quote from Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's talked about it. He says, we're not doing this tonight. Let's just have fun. <laughs> because he knew that's what yeah. kind of got – Michael Jordan was like, hey, we're not doing, we're not doing <laughs> this. The best competitor of all time, Michael Jordan. Yeah. We're not doing this tonight. This is what's have fun tonight, please. Like Kobe, like let's – Take the competitive edge off of it. It's a guy that 
that even if he might not have been the best at that like at a current time, yeah. He trained harder than anybody. Oh, he yeah. played harder than anybody, and he thought that he was the best at all times. Oh, yeah. And when he was younger, I, I, I like to quote of him. They're asking him about about the weight of taking the last shot. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. He's like, I mean, it doesn't bother me if He's, I miss it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like cold blooded killer. And here's here's another thing. I, I heard this on First Things First this morning. So, first off, he has his his basketball camp in China, goes to Asia every single year, has a home, I think, in Asia. Yeah. Um, raised in Italy. Yeah. Spoke Latvia. Um, Slovenia. Slovenia. Um, Mandarin. He spoke Mandarin. He spoke Italian. He spoke French. He spoke English. He spoke Spanish. The dude spoke like seven languages. Yeah. The most cultured guy. Oh, he's super smart. Yeah, super smart. But what I was getting at with the Michael Jackson thing, like how it's so dev, like how it's close, it's more more escalated and bigger than that. Is because besides like maybe Messi or Ronaldo who are soccer players, yeah, he's the most, and he loves soccer. Kobe loves soccer. Yeah, you see what Neymar did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I saw Neymar. He's the most global sports icon. He's a bigger icon than Michael Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. In the world. Yeah, and. It was Chris Bouchard who said that um, no matter what he did, which is why he was successful with the film Dear Basketball that won him an An Academy Award and an Oscar, um, he said that he would 4 a.m., first guy in the gym, last guy to leave. Yeah. Shoe selling. When his first shoes comes out, every every single shoe that he ever sold, and he talked to Chris Bouchard, hey, bought my new shoe. Go check out my new shoe. Wanted his shoe to be the highest selling shoe. Yeah. Not, not for the money, just to be the best. He wants to be the best. I'm the best player. I'm the best marketer. I'm the best. Yeah, he brought that same competitive drive to, to everything. To everything. I've got the best film. Yeah. My daughters, I, he got them doing the triangle yeah. offense. Yeah. My daughters are going to be the best basketball players. Yeah. Like, it's a competitive nature that has never been seen before. Yeah. And. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. It's yeah. Um, the only I don't know the way I put it. I forgot who I was talking about. I think I was talking to Ray about it. Was that when you compare it to other people that have or okay if, when you compare it to other celebrities that have died? So you have in recent years, past like ten years, you have um, Michael Jackson, you got Prince, um, Robin Williams. All sad. In their yeah, own right. All, all sad in their own right. And whenever Michael Jackson died, you weren't. I I wasn't that surprised by it because he had a history of you know drug use, and he had a a very controversial last you know twenty years to his life or whatever. Same with Prince, drug use. Um, Juice Juice World who just died recently, drug use. Mac Miller died, drug use. Robin Williams. Depression. Super depressed. Um, all of the stuff they were, and most of them, other than um, like Mac Miller and Juice World, who were extremely young, but everyone else was very old. Not very old, but older. older. Kobe. He's. I told no my dad. Use of, no use. No. No drug use. He's in perfect shape for being forty-one. Yeah. You know, he just retired. He's in great shape. Um. And it's just like a, a, a freak accident. Something happened. and Well, I, I told my dad. He was like, oh, my gosh. He goes, how old is he? I said, 41. He's like, he's a young man still. Yeah. He's a man. I mean, it's not. And it's the dude that only guy that has two numbers retired. Yep. And it's the guy that's supposed to be at Lakers games at Staples Center, be gray and old. And when the Lakers win championships – give out the MVP award and the finals MVP award and do that stuff. And yeah. You don't have that now. Yeah. I think, uh, the interview with Jay Williams. Yeah. I saw that. Where Jay um, Williams cusses and lying. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about his old interview, which he brought oh, okay. it up again yesterday, of course. But the story that always, like for some reason, I always liked it was the one where he said, uh, it was Jay Williams, like first year in the league. 
and they were playing the Lakers at Staples Center. And, you know, he, he got up early, went to Staples at 2.30 when their game was at 8.30, but he wanted to get shots in, obviously, just like a little warm-up. Yeah. So he walked in, and Kobe was there already in of a full sweat. Of course. And Jay Williams did his workout, got his shots up. Kobe's still going on the other side doing, like, game moves. And uh, he got done with – Jay Williams got done with his workout, and he sat down, and he was like – He's still going. I'm going to sit down and watch how long, you know, he's in here for. And um, about 30 minutes later, Kobe, he's done. And he walks, you know, back towards the home tunnel, goes home, probably gets ready for the game. It comes right back. And uh, Jay Williams said he didn't want to ask him, you know, be that cheesy rookie that asks, you know, like, you know, what do you work so hard? But he was very – very curious on why he was there so early and why he was there so long. So he said he walked up to him and said, hey, why were you in the gym for so long today? And Kobe's response was, because I saw you come in, and I wanted you to know that no matter what you did, you'll never work harder than me. That's crazy. <laughs> I Like like I was saying, I heard, I don't, I don't remember who said it this morning, but I was listening to it. I think it was Doug Gottlieb. It's like, do you want to be successful in anything you do? Everybody's like, yeah. yeah. He goes, work half as hard as Kobe Bryant worked at everything he's ever done every single day. Yeah. Like, work half as hard. Do half what Kobe does, and you'll be amazing. Yeah. And that brought me to my point when I was going to tell you that um, as I wear my 24 yeah. Kobe jersey, I have came to the decision, and it'll never change, that he's the greatest athlete of all time. He's up there. He's No, he's the greatest athlete of all time. Like just taking into consider everything? Everything. Yeah. Greatest athlete of all time. Who, what athlete is not only considered the greatest of all time in their perspective sport, but the youngest to ever start their craft at in their professional league. Yeah. He was 18. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. He was the youngest by day, by, by age, he was the youngest. Yep. Who is the closest even mirrored Michael yeah him and I also like the whole in the beginning of his career he was like I want to be the best version of Michael Jordan and then later in his career it was I want to be the best version of Kobe Bryant yeah because Kobe's better than Michael but who's who is an artist if that makes any sense yeah it does yeah like you can you can take things from from Michael's game that you can anybody yeah. can take things from Michael's game and try and put it into their game. Yeah. And besides being able to like basically fly. Yeah. That's what he's got. I'm going to take the main three guys. LeBron, Michael and Kobe. Yeah. And I'm going to explain this real quick. There's things in Michael Jordan's game that a lot of good, not great, but good basketball players can kind of fine tune obviously not as good as him, but they can Manage to be a little bit successful with those moves, yeah. with those skills. LeBron being six eight, six nine, two fifty, being an air freight. Yeah, you think, oh, I can't, you know, whatever. Well, there's things from his game that you can take away, yeah, and that you can apply to your own game and be successful at. With <laughs> with Kobe, there's one Picasso. Here, here's how I'm going to word this. There's one Picasso. I can get a canvas and think that I'm and take things that yeah. Picasso is that, that people say are his style. It's me just scribbling yeah. on a canvas. Other yeah. NBA players, Jason Tatum, did it in the Eastern Conference Finals, trying to take things that Kobe Bryant was breaking out about his game, and he was bad. Yeah, because you can't replicate that. Yeah, he's literally an artist on the. It's an art form, which is why he was successful in film, is because it yeah. was an art form, and Whenever you, I'm trying to explain this. I mean, it's there's not another Picasso, yeah, that can paint like that. Okay, and you can't replicate that no matter how hard you try. You can't take anything away from that because you can't do that. Okay, okay. You can't take things away from Michael Jordan or from uh, Michael Jordan from, from Kobe Bryant's game because yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, there's you can you can try to be like Michael or God. I keep saying Michael. Jordan. You can try to be like Kobe Bryant, like Jason Tatum in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's called you taking bad shots. Yeah. 
Kobe yeah. Bryant was the yeah. best bad shot maker I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. The closest Ford, guy. Absolutely. The closest absolutely. guy is maybe Steph. Maybe. Oh, yeah, but that's only from... From three-point range. From three-point range. That's it. <laughs> Kobe did it from everywhere. <laughs> from everywhere. So there's four guys on me on the baseline. I can only turn behind the backboard. I'll take that. And he's Water. the only guy that's going to make it. Yeah. So yeah. It's the best shot maker. Brandon Roy shuts down my right-hand turnaround. I'll take it left-handed. Yeah. That's, that's easy. <laughs> he's the best bad shot maker. With any other player, it's... Come yeah. sit your ass down over here by me. Yeah. Why are you shooting that? With Kobe Bryant, it's... Holy shit, how'd that go in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's the yeah, best bad... Right, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. The so best you bad shot... me in the left corner over here in front of your bench... I'll shoot this left-handed three at the buzzer, turn around before it goes in, talk shit to your team in, in Portuguese, and then walk to my bench. It's just he's a one-of-a-kind, and he had the perfect career. 20 you, years, same team. You start at the free throw line. He ended at the free throw line. You yeah. ended at the free throw line with 60 points. Your team's not going to make the playoffs, but your competitive edge, you're keeping the Jazz from making yeah, the playoffs. Exactly. There's no reason for them to there's no reason for him to even really go out there and be that yeah. competitive, but it's just the way he is. It's the way he is, yeah. The Lakers were so already it's my last the it's my last game. We're not making the playoffs, but the Jazz could make the playoffs. If they beat us. And back my rookie year, I took three air balls against the Jazz who put us out of the playoffs. Revenge. Let me keep them out of the playoffs. So I'm putting yeah. That was and okay, so in We've talked about this, and this is really weird to me. It makes me realize that just in my lifetime, when you watch sports, when you watch anything, yeah, if you can remember it five, six, seven years later, remember exactly where you were at, who you were with, and the actual play or the actual event, yeah, it's a memorable moment. Oh, yeah. Here's the ones that I remember. I remember... Whenever we watched Connor and Floyd at okay. your mom's, mom's we yeah. watched that fight. I vividly remember that. Quan was there. Anthony was there. Garrett was there. We watched yep. that there. You and me. I remember when the Dallas Mavericks won the NBA Finals. Yes. I watched it with my dad in the living room in Bells, Texas. I vividly remember that. We were very excited. I remember when um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, I remember, don't like him, but I remember when Aaron Rodgers does the uh, the, the belt. Double check, the belt. Yeah. I remember that. Other sports moments are kind of fuzzy. Yeah. I remember Steph Curry. We were right out here in the garage at my dad's watching Steph beat Oklahoma City yeah. pulling from about half court. Yeah. You want to hear the other sports? Where they had a timeout to give, yeah. You want to hear the other sports memories that I vividly remember? Which are? I don't remember any LeBron. Maybe the Jason Terry block, but I don't remember where I was at. Yeah. I remember Kobe Bryant against the Suns in the playoffs. Watched it with my dad and Bells, where he turns around, does that. Does I remember the 60-point game. Watched it with you and Garrett right out there in the out garage. The garage yep. I remember when they two-peated. I vividly remember that. I was at my dad's. Yeah. I, I remember when they won both championships against Orlando, then beat the Celtics. I vividly remember that. I remember the first time I'm at my mom's house in Ravenna, and I put in 2K11. You go into my career, or my, not my career, you go into my league. Yeah. And it's got the big three. Yep. It's got, um, I think the whatever, I don't remember what it says after, the, uh, after that one. But the next one is, can the Lakers three-peat? Yeah. It's got Kobe and Powell. Yep. So in sports, in my life, the most memorable memories, a couple of them are, of course, Dallas. Cause the, yeah. yeah. You're, and then you're a Dallas fan, though. Connor and Floyd. And then Aaron Rodgers, because that was a big, big it's a deal. a big moment, yeah. Steph, because that was awesome. Yeah. The rest are all Kobe. Brand, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, rest no, are all Kobe. It's, I don't know. I think it speaks to a lot of, uh, it speaks a lot to sort of like how, how iconic he was, sort of. Like in the moment while he played, you knew he was going to be, you know, a legendary basketball player. But I don't think anyone understood how, um, iconic outside of basketball he was going to become. I mean, probably people super close to him, like Vanessa and the girls probably. They knew because, I mean, they're his kids and that's his wife. No, Shaq probably knew. Shaq, Shaq and Phil. Yeah. But other than that, like you're just like, oh, what's Kobe going to do next type thing? 
he comes out out of out of retirement, or he goes into retirement a year later, wins a wins an Oscar for best animated short. Starts at Mamba Academy. His girls are undefeated. Um, writing, he has podcasts. He has children's books that have won awards. He yeah, I'm gonna buy those for the boys. Like combine the Kobe children's books for the kids. Starts his own production company. Like he just was. He was only what 41. Spent 20 years of his life in the NBA from 17 to 37. Played basketball longer than he was alive, and still technically now he half of his life he was still in the NBA even yeah as of yesterday still a presence yeah as of. Yeah. Out of his 41 years, 20 of them were in the NBA. Yeah. So half of his life still. And 41 years old, that's not, that's young. That's extremely young, yeah. And there's a, there's a columnist, I cannot remember his name, um, his career for the LA Times. Yeah. Sports LA Times columnist, or, yeah, columnist. His uh, career literally is just covering Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Because he got the job two months before Kobe's first game. So, Yesterday, which was Sunday, when the helicopter crash happened, um, he put in his column, like, writing about it, he said, Kobe Bryant doesn't die. Yeah. And I've I've told Brittany this, I've told different people this, and this is true. And for a lot of us, you will die twice. But for the people that change history and that, you know, have a huge impact. Yeah. You're only going to die once. Yep. You die twice because you physically die. Yep. And then you die when the last person that knows you or remembers you or talks about you passes away. Yeah. And then no one remembers you. Yeah. Maybe like in a genealogy, but nobody knows really who you are. Yeah. The presidents, they'll never die. Yeah. Um, great great athletes most will die twice some don't um michael jordan no he'll die once he'll die physical death he won't he'll always be talked about he'll always be remembered you'll always watch his highlights yep and kobe yeah he'll you die once if you're lucky you die once he's only gonna die once so that's i don't know it's it's crazy just to to take away from it think uh how this is how far Kobe's reach reaches out to people all over the globe. There are people that don't know a thing about basketball, nothing. What do they yell when they throw trash away? I told Brittany that Kobe, and they don't even know where it comes from. Kids in it's elementary just, school, it's just in. It's almost like, especially kids, younger kids now. Yeah, that or that are like you know four or five didn't watch him. That didn't watch him, but their parents did. Their parents grew up throwing trash and trash away, saying Kobe. It's like in their DNA. They don't know why they say it, but whenever they like, oh, why do we say Kobe when we throw trash away? Go to YouTube, pull up a highlight. That's why they aren't screaming Jordan. I, you're not saying LeBron, you're Tim not, Duncan. No, you're saying Kobe. Yeah, people around the world that don't even know basketball. Like I know a girl named Katie doesn't know a thing about basketball. She called me yesterday because she knows Kobe is my favorite athlete of all time. She was like, how you doing? And I was like, pretty fucking sad. Pretty rough. Um, and she didn't know a thing about basketball, but we worked together at the hotel yeah. uh, like four or five years ago. And this was even before she knew. So she knows what, like sort of basketball stuff now just because she's been friends with me for years and years. But at that moment, never played any sport ever. Doesn't know a thing about it. I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the in the lobby watching basketball, and uh, I'm like, "Hey, can you throw this away?" I toss it to her. She catches it and she shoots it, and she goes, "Kobe." And I went, "Why are you saying that? You don't know. You know." Oh, she goes, "I don't know. You used to say it in high school." And I was like, "Do yeah. you know who that's off of, right?" And she goes, "No." And I went, "Kobe Bryant." She goes, "Who's that?" And I went, "She said Kobe Bean." I was like, "She goes, who's that?" And I went, "Los Angeles Laker." One of the greatest basketball players of all time. The greatest basketball player of all time. At the time, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and uh, she goes, oh, I had no idea. I've never heard that name in my life. Now, that's crazy. That someone who doesn't know anything about basketball or has never heard the words Kobe and Bryant in the same sentence. Felt the need and 
something inside her compelled her to go, Kobe, when you shoot a paper ball into a trash can. That's the reach that he had? Yeah. I mean, you can ask someone that doesn't know anything about basketball. Hey, um, name one basketball player. They're saying Kobe or Michael Jordan. Yeah. Now they might say Steph. Yeah. They're saying Kobe. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's wild. And that's why I'm saying it's it's the greatest athlete of all time. See what? He's the greatest athlete to ever live, ever will live, ever has lived. See Tiger? I saw that he didn't know when they yeah, were chanting Kobe. He was playing, yeah. Yeah, he didn't know. He was know. playing. He was wondering why people on the 18th green were saying, do it for Mamba. And then after he put it in the hole after that, his caddy walked up to him and said, hey, Kobe and his daughter died. And uh, he went off alone for a little while. Then he went and did his press conference. Because him and Kobe were really good friends. Yeah. Did you see what all, all the, like, the whole NBA did? Oh, yeah. It was, it was cool. Shot uh, clock coincidentally being 24 seconds and a backcourt violation coincidentally eight. being eight, yeah. his numbers. Yeah. So, and did you see Trey Young? Put on the eight jersey. He wore number eight. See the petition going around? Mm-mm. Change the logo. To Kobe? Mm-hmm. You'd have to get Jerry. Well, Jerry West probably would sign off on Jerry that. Jerry West was. He was bawling. He was yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Jerry West would sign off on that. Absolutely. I, I would. If, if you ask me, I'd say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, change it. I agree. Change it to that to or, or him fading away. I, I I didn't see his interview, but I saw him getting off the plane. So they haven't, he of, hasn't been interviewed yet, but yeah. that, no, they he said no yeah. to everything. Yeah. Him and Kobe were very good friends. Oh. Even though yeah. they were competitors, they were very good friends. Yeah. But um, and I liked Kobe saying he's he's, he's a Laker. Talk about LeBron. Yeah, just a couple days ago, he's a Laker. Yep. Which, um, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say real quick, and then we can shift over to another topic and uh, get to the ad before we switch. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what were you just talking about before? Before I started talking, Kobe. No duh. <laughs> you were talking about something. Um, shooting trash can. Yeah, and then yeah. right after that. Uh, I'm not sure. Damn it. Why? Because I heard another thing that was very, uh, it was a good point. About oh, Kobe. the logo? Or people's reactions or uh, the shot clock violations? Okay, it was the shot clock violation, but it was it had to do with that. Um, which I thought that was interesting that like every single team does the eight and the twenty four, and I thought this would be I, I, I thought about this on my own. I thought this would be pretty oh, cool. Oh, Mark Cuban, yeah, that Mark was pretty. Mark Cuban retired twenty four. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. no Maverick will wear twenty four again. I think that's cool. I think that this isn't what I was thinking about. I think there should be a. I'm not really sure how you would do it. Maybe when does the NBA preseason start? It doesn't start in August, does it? Um, no, it starts in like September. It'd be really cool. What? On on uh, August twenty fourth, which I didn't know his birthday was on the twenty third. Yeah, one day before Mama Day. Yeah, so on August twenty fourth, which people don't know, August the eighth month, twenty fourth day. Yeah, it's Mama Day. Have an exhibition game for charity or whatever. Okay. And one team wears eight, and one team wears twenty four. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I think uh, that'd be cool. I, I think would, tomorrow prob- there'll be more. T- I mean, I think every team's gonna do the eight second and twenty four second thing. Yeah, they will. I also think that. Uh, anybody on the Lakers they can't do it but someone else was going to wear a number 8 jersey before they at the tip off all the shoes of people with rocks yeah. on their shoes and stuff uh, if I had to guess probably Luca might rock an 8 jersey yeah. uh, he might do it because I know him and Kobe were really good friends yeah it's a it's a difficult it was just, it's weird just because there's – so when you think of how people – so if you break it down into generations or like decades, you have people that grew up in the – that were kids in the 80s, first couple years of the 90s. They grew up as Michael Jordan fans. But they still got Kobe. Sort of. But towards the back end, towards yeah. their adulthood. But yeah. their, the developmental years of when you're learning how to play basketball and you, you want to look up to somebody to idolize – it's Michael Jordan for them. People that are our age, we sort of got a, a mix of both because Kobe was 96 to – he basically r- ran the early 2000s too. But LeBron also sort of made his step in 2003 when he got drafted. Yeah. So, But I'd say LeBron was more of a 2010s player, uh, sort of whenever he stepped into his own in 2010, that Miami – and then, yeah, uh, in eleven. Yeah, exactly. But from two thousand to two thousand ten, 
It's Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. He won five chip. He won five chips. He that, won half the championships. Yeah. He, won, he won five. He went to six. Yeah, he was. <laughs> no, he, he went, went to seven. seven. He went to seven. He yeah, was in seven of ten championships yeah. in a decade. He won five of them. We want to talk about Golden State being oh, that's the greatest dynasty ever. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, Kobe's the greatest dynasty ever. Five. He went seven out of ten. Won five out of seven. Yeah. And uh, when you think about it, our like generation or our like from kids that are probably like. I want to say 20 to 28, 29 now. Yeah. That's the athlete of our generation. Yeah, he was our Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's it that's I think why it hit everybody a lot harder than than normal because the generation before us they still have Michael Jordan, he's still around. The generation before them they still have Magic and Larry. The generation after us, LeBron's a young guy, he's still playing. Yeah. Kobe was the Michael Jordan of our generation. Now he's gone, and his daughter. No, yeah, he wasn't. The, he wasn't the Michael Jordan of his generation. He was the Kobe. Bryant he was the Kobe Bryant of his generation. Yes, but it's just weird. I'm never going to be able to shoot a paper ball at a trash can the same ever again. Those, oh, yeah. The whole. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Okay. How big of a badass do you have to be if you make your own nickname? Besides Juice, which he, that's yeah. whatever. If you're famous, your nickname gets given to you. Yeah. He, he gave himself the Black Mamba. He gave Mamba. himself the Black Mamba because of his ability to strike and precision yeah. of a Black Mamba. Do you know he why? Came up, well, do you on, know why ahead. the Black Mamba, like how it stuck? Do you know the reason why? I don't even know why he used okay, that term. Okay, so the Black Mamba is one of the fastest snakes on the planet. It's deadly. Deadly. But it's known for striking unprovoked, like unprovoked. Yeah. So a rattlesnake, for example, you have to provoke it. You have to provoke it. It'll rattle and tell you get away from it. Yeah. A copperhead, same thing. You walk into its territory, it it lets you know it's there. You keep messing around, it'll strike you. A black mama just gets you. A black mama will just get you just because it wants to. It doesn't care because it can. It knows it's faster than you. It's. It knows that you can't see it, and it knows that if it bites you, you're dead. You're dead. It doesn't care. That's why he gave it gave it to himself because he doesn't care who you are, what you're doing. If you have forty, he's going to get fifty. Doesn't care who you, you have are. Fifty, he's going to get sixty. Yeah. You have seventy, he's getting eighty-one. Yeah. He doesn't care. That's crazy. <laughs> but and the whole oh, um, what's your motivation for your your killer instinct? He didn't have a killer instinct. That's called mama mentality. Yeah. That's just he's a whole brand of words of the the whole him and Kanye West I was watching it before we started recording <laughs> I love that commercial are you a different animal but the same beast I mean who says stuff like yeah. that who says who can get away with saying who, stuff who, like who that who can get away with going are you a different you know animal what? but the same beast having those two in that moment with that weird line are the only two people that would make sense for that line to be said in all time of all time. Kanye. The fuck does that mean, for, Yeah, exactly. That's the only person those are the only two people that can be associated with that line. And it makes sense. Even though it doesn't make sense, it made sense for that. It because makes it's sense. Kanye West and Kobe. And Kobe. After after <laughs> after Co- after Kanye, what does that mean, Kobe Bryant? He says, You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, all Which, right. And here's another thing, real fast and we'll get the ads. Um so, whenever you talk about the greatest players of all time, or the most iconic people, Muhammad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about... If you say Muhammad, besides like people of that faith, no one else is going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, Muhammad, the, the religious figure. No, they're going, oh, Ali. Yeah. Wilt. Yep. Wilt Chamberlain. Yep. Obviously. Magic. Yep. MJ. Yep. Braun. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Yep. Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, yeah, Tiger. You don't say Tiger Woods. You say Tiger. Yeah, you just say Tiger, yeah. You don't say Floyd Mayweather. You don't say Conor McGregor. It's yeah. Floyd. You yeah. know who I'm talking about. Conor. You know who I'm yeah, talking exactly, about. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The greatest to ever do it are one name. Messi. Messi. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. Neymar. It's not, it's, not, yeah. it's not Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi. It's Messi. Yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. It's not people Steph- that are considered the goats. 
They go by one name. It's not Stephen Curry. It's Steph. Steph. Yeah. It's Kobe. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's my my take, and oh, that's never going to change. You know, He's before, time. I'll do the ad read right after this. You know what I saw yesterday that made me even more sad? What? Was that when people, it was an interview with Kobe and I think Jimmy Kimmel. And then it, it had a clip of the interview that he was talking about. He was on Jimmy Kimmel or it was Jimmy Fallon, one of the two. Probably Kimmel because that's in L.A. Um, he was talking about how people always walk up to him and Vanessa and like, oh, you have to have a boy to, you know, carry on your legacy and stuff like that. And his no, I don't. Gianna was always – and then it showed a clip where they were talking to him after a game. And Gianna just gets – she just got done playing at the Mamba uh, Academy. And they're talking they're like, when are you and Vanessa going to have a boy? You know, you just had your fourth little girl. When are you going to have a boy to, you know, carry on that NBA legacy? And Gianna walks over and goes, pulls the mic and goes, he'll need one. I got it. That's that's the that's the attitude and the competitiveness and the that's mama the mentality. Bryant, that's the Bryant family gene. It's mama mentality. She pulls the mic and she goes, he'll need one. I got it. I'm, I got it. I'll carry it. Watch. I'll carry it. I was like, You're 12. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's it's crazy. He's the greatest athlete of all time. I agree. Hands down. Even off the court, greatest of all time. Having that competitive edge that nobody else can ever touch. Yeah. Not even MJ. Yeah. I mean, it's yep. sad. It oh, sucks. Yeah. But his legacy will always live on. Oh, yep. And kids for... I saw a tweet that said, if you're turning 24 this year, you better turn the fuck up. And if I you're am. eight. <laughs> and if you're eight. And I don't I, care if it's illegal or not. You're turning up, too. <laughs> I'm turning 24 this year. You are turning 24 That's this tough. year. That's tough. That's your Kobe year. On August 15th. Yep. Nine days before Mamba Day. Yep. Eight days before his birthday. I think uh, the actual Mamba Day is April 26th. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. So, make some iPhone cinemas, not your normal Kobe Mamba Day stuff. Be pretty cool. Well... Rest in peace to Kobe Bean, yep. Bean Bryant, Kobe and, Bean, and Gigi, and the other seven victims. It's sad. Yep, and tragedies happen, but you don't expect that. Yeah. So I got to that without tearing up. Yeah, surprisingly. Surprise. So I don't think I, that's why I don't think I didn't say say much. Yeah. So well. Let's do the ad read. So, uh, the ad read. Sorry for that sad, sad moment. About 40 minutes of sadness. 40 minutes of sadness. If you make it through that without tearing up, you have the mama mentality. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Comes from Fruit of the Bean Coffee, uh, fruitofthebean.com. They have uh, multiple, multiple, multiple coffees, uh, some great ones. Kenyan, Costa Rica, breakfast blend. They have a blonde. Uh, If you go to the website and go to fruitofthebean.com, when you buy coffee, uh, instead of it already being roasted and sitting there and waiting for you, they only roast it whenever you buy it and it ships straight to you. And then 10% of the money you give them for you know the coffee you bought or whatever you bought from them goes to help orphans and people that have been affected by human trafficking, which is a terrible, terrible thing, and they take money and donate to people like that. So if you go to fruitofthebean.com and you know order a shirt, bag of coffee, 4-ounce bag, 6-ounce, 12-ounce, whatever you want, and you put in the discount code NYNP. It's an acronym for our podcast, not your normal podcast. You get twenty five percent off your first per- your first purchase off the website. So they have great deals on everything. You know their coffee's pretty cheap. It's a lot cheaper than Starbucks. You can get a ten ounce bag of coffee instead of twenty dollars. You can get it for eight fifty. So it's great. Boom. Fruitofthebean dot com. Go do it. You get one fourth of your purchase off. Yep, exactly. That's pretty awesome. This isn't really an ad, and I'm not sure if she wants me to do this, but if you need a fade, you know I'm going with this. If if you need a fade, um, my girlfriend Brittany, she cuts my hair, and she does a hell of a job. She's awesome. About to be finished with school, so if you need a if you need a good fade, um, she's always she's always down to practice. Just hit me up on uh, Snapchat at Kyleram21. Um, let me know. We can work something out, and she can come. Maybe she'll come to you. Maybe you have to come to her. You can go up to Grayson, up to the school, Grayson County College, and and request Brittany, and she'll give you a great haircut. And uh, yeah, that's it. So um, let's stick with the. Uh, okay, real fast. I always mark through these things. Yeah, I'm not gonna mark through this one. Okay, I'm gonna put 24 next to it. Okay, and a oh, star. 
and I'm not going to mark through the Kobe Bryant thing. Um, also, is it not, is it not kind of weird to you? I thought about this um, last night. Is it not kind of weird to you? So we are currently almost finished with our month off from the AOC. Yeah. But we're also, like you know this, I'm telling the other the people listening, we also are recording them right now because they don't have to come out in a particular order. Yeah. So we were trying to get some, some of them recorded ahead of time. The one that we recorded on Thursday was the 2002 Western Conference Finals being yeah. rigged. Yeah. Where Kobe elbows Mike yeah. Bibby yeah. in the face. And I was like, man, if I see Kobe, shake his hand and elbow him in the face from Mike yeah. Bibby. And you're like, oh, he'd kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't even hurt him. We were literally talking about him, a huge topic, a controversial topic about Kobe Bryant and yeah. Shaq's Lakers on Thursday. Then Saturday, the LeBron passing Kobe. And then Sunday. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. And I was talking to him about Brittany on Saturday night when LeBron passed him. I was like, it's like, people don't understand. This dude's like an icon. And I yeah. said, the fact that LeBron passed him in points is says bulks about LeBron. Yeah. Because she doesn't like LeBron. Yeah. But, I mean, I probably, honestly, can't go a day or two without talking about Kobe. It's weird. It is weird. It's very weird. And I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I'm sporting the... Uh, the Kobe, 20, the, that's Kobe the, shirt. Yeah. yeah, the 24 Kobe shirt today. Yep. But let's stay a little on Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> this was, <laughs> it's not funny, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. So you showed me this. I didn't even know this happened. Whose podcast was it? The podcast that you were sh- sh- watching that talked about MSNBC's Allison Moore. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Charlemagne. It was The Breakfast Club. Okay. Well, they have a, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> they have a segment called Donkey of the Day. Yeah. And their Donkey of the Day yesterday was MSNBC reporter Allison Morris. Yeah. So, not surprised. I think I think a lot of those networks are a joke. I oh, think, yeah. I think... I mean, I'm not going to bury a bunch of networks. Nobody cares what I think, but not surprised. <laughs> So she, uh, you know what, I'll just, you're half black. Yeah. This is all you, um, you take it. I'm so white, I can't do this. Charlemagne's donkey of the day yesterday for the Breakfast Club was Allison Morris. Yesterday, the tragic loss of Kobe and the other seven people along with his daughter, Gianna. Um, she was reporting on it. And she was talking about Kobe. And she had a terrible, terrible slip up where she said, Kobe Bryant of the Los Angeles niggers. And then she came out and said in a statement afterwards that she got confused between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Knicks. She mixed them together and was trying to say nagger. Knackers, yeah. Knackers, yeah, knackers. Still doesn't make... No, that's incorrect. That's so incorrect. You dropped the N-word on live TV. Yeah, you dropped the N-word on live TV after Kobe Bryant died. <laughs> and you know, I'm sorry. You deserve all donkey of the day praises for that. You know, that's that's not that bad because Kobe would have definitely probably laughed. Like, oh yeah, what? yeah. So when I watch like anything about Kobe or anything like that, I always think of I can't. I don't know why I think about this, and I don't know if it's All Star Weekend or when it's at. But a reporter asked him a question, and Kobe says he's wearing that black sleeveless workout shirt. It's after a game, and he goes, "There might be after practice or something like that." And he goes what the guy's talking he goes wow you know what i'm talking about he goes you yeah. stretched the yeah. hell out yeah. of that one yeah. he's like, good job next question i love that that's like my favorite interviews i, I wow. think one of my favorite interviews the after he tears his achilles and he's in the locker room they say most people would say you're done after this and, you know they're saying that the achilles injury is going to be that be it's it for you back. you're done and he goes he goes it's appropriate you ask that question from down below me. <laughs> he's, he's a bad. He's a bad mother. Yeah, yeah. He's, he should have fought for that BMF title. <laughs> He'd have won. Yeah, he would have won. Um, the Grammys also honored him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch oh, any of that. Of, I didn't watch any of that. Did. So um, you know more about that than I do. Yeah. So uh, Alicia Keys came out and opened the the, the Grammys uh, with a statement saying, uh, "Today was a terrible day. We're standing in the house that Kobe Bryant made." Um, and they sang a song. Um, then basically every single person that won a Grammy came up and said, you know, something about Kobe. Um, also, people, I think the police were called on people standing outside of the Staples Center because it was, they were being intrusive on the Grammys. 
because they were paying homage to Kobe Bryant. And then everyone was like, no, this was Kobe's house first. He made this. The Grammys wouldn't be here. It wouldn't be as popular at Staples Center without Kobe Bryant. We're going to sit here and we're going to honor this. And then everyone was just like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. And they backed off because everyone from the Grammys, they were like, the artists, the, the, the important people of the Grammys, said, let them stay out there. Yeah. We're not that important tonight. Wasn't Connor there? Yeah, Connor was there. Yeah, he talked about it. Um, he talked about it. Um, Billie Eilish walked away with five Grammys. Jesus. Yeah, she walked away with, I think it was like best pop album, best pop song, best song. Oh, well, she walked away with a bunch of stuff. She uh, killed it. She honored Kobe in her in her speech. Uh, Lizzo came out and she I said, saw that. "Yeah, uh, Lil Nas X did yep. a performance with Nas, and when he started it off, he had a Kobe jersey in his I ring saw that too. Yeah. So yeah, everybody was honoring. Uh, DJ Khaled showed up with a uh, with an R.I.P. Kobe shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody. So I thought that was pretty cool. We should get some not your normal merch and just put twenty four on the back. Okay, put eight. I, or I ordered a shirt yesterday." What kind of shirt? Little Kobe shirt. Oh, I thought about this today, which I don't have the money to do it now, but it's maybe a, it's a jersey. Yeah, I was say maybe by your birthday I'll have this. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you what it is because you know what okay. it is. I thought it'd be really cool to get you if I can afford it. There's no telling how much they are now. Yeah, which okay. I told my dad real fast. I told my dad this last night. Kobe's gonna have the number one selling jersey this season. Oh yeah, probably next season. Shoes, I agree. Shoes are gonna like when when famous people pass away. It's yeah. Artists get, become famous after they're dead. They become more famous. Yeah. They're already famous, but they become even more yeah wealthy. Like, like literal artists, like painters. Yeah, Picasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they become even more. They become legendary after they die. Um, yeah, no, I, I ordered a, a. It's a jersey shirt like that. Yeah, like yours. Is it eight? No, it's twenty four. But instead, it's in Lakers in the Lakers writing, but it says legend on the front cool. of it. Yeah, instead of and, yeah, and I've it seen says that. Uh, Bryant, and then on the back, it's number eight. So, yeah. um, I was gonna get you a uh, the jerseys they wore when he was a rookie. Oh, that's good. Get you a number eight and get it framed. You know what jersey I'd get do it really for your want? Birthday, that'd be pretty cool. You know what? One jersey I really want. I've always wanted it. When the Lakers were part of Minneapolis. Oh, I'll get you one of those. One. I'll get you a Kobe Minneapolis. I want one of those cool. so bad. That'd be that's cool. One of, I think that's the only jersey I've ever asked for and never got. You can't wear it though. No, I would. You gotta have it framed yeah. and like, yeah, I'll frame it. I thought that'd be a pretty cool birthday present. I'm busting out my Area 72 Kobe All-Star 8s tonight to play in. I want those. Busting them out just to play in. I'm going to play in them once. The Area 72s, the LeBrons and the Kobe's are really... I don't want Kevin Durant. Yeah. The LeBron and Kobe's are really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, they're really cool. That whole pack was pretty cool. Well, KD's aren't bad. They're just not the best. Like, here's something I didn't even think about. Here's, here's just how, real fast, before we hit another NBA topic and then wrap this up. Yeah. Um... LeBron scored 61 points. Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember Kobe but, scored 61 LeBron, points. Kobe scored an MSG, which at the time was the record. He did Charlotte. Charlotte. LeBron did. Yeah. Until until Melo did it, and he had 62. Uh, Kobe has a lot of scoring titles. <laughs> he has a lot of scoring records. 81. Most, <laughs> the most embarrassing. like this. Here, here, I forgot this one. The most embarrassing thing ever. He outscored the Dallas Mavericks in three quarters. Yes, he had 62 to their 61, yeah. That's embarrassing. Did he score 71? Yeah. That's embarrassing. He scored 81, 71, 61. He had a game of four straight games where he scored 50 or more. Jesus Christ. He has what, like, he has, I think he has like 70-something 40-point games. How? I, I agree with Shaq. Do you realize that's basically a whole season of averaging 45? <laughs> I agree with Shaq. What? I have one MVP. Kobe's got one MVP. Steve Nash has two. Something's not right there. <laughs> how, does, how does he? Have- Did you see the weird stats last night from mm-hmm. Trey Young, who honored Kobe, was really good friends with Kobe? Yeah, he ended up only shooting twenty four shots. He ended with forty five points. He went to the free throw line. He shot eighty one percent. That's weird. Devin Booker shot twenty four shots. Together they had eighty one points. Him and uh Trey Young? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Devin Booker also went to the free throw line, shot eighty one percent. That's Kobe in heaven going, Hey, I'll That's I'll un- take care of this. That's so weird. Yeah. Trey Young starts the game in number eight, does the eight second violation, yep. has forty five points, fourteen rebounds, eight assists, eight finish, assists. F- yeah, eight assists, finishes the game shooting 
81% from the free throw line and only shooting 24 shots. Yep. You think the 24 shots was on purpose? No. Probably not. You know, once you're in the swing of things, you don't know how many shots to take. Devin Booker ends up only shooting 24 shots, but the amount of points he scored from the free throw line, which he also shot 81%, equals on top of Trey Young's 81 points. So he had 36. Yeah. Jeez, that's so weird. Yeah, it's really weird. That's weird. Um, this is just a basketball podcast today. And if you don't like it, well... This is a basketball podcast and Aaron saying the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the title of this is going to be. It's going to be like the little description. You'll say, we we remember, or Kyle and I remember the life of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um, we taught Grammys. And Aaron says the N word. Okay, I got it. I can keep. I remember that. <laughs> um, let's hit the last topic, which we're staying in the NBA. Sorry, y'all. What'd you think about Zion Williamson? Impressive. That was against the Spurs. Impressive. He scored seventeen points in like three yeah, minutes. Very impressive. That was awesome. He had Twenty-one points last night. Did he really? Yep. He's. There's people. Oh, give him the rookie of the year. I, some no. player last night. I, some player last night got fined because they're not signed with Nike. But they wore Kobe's anyway. Who cares? Yeah, they got fined. I think it was someone from Adidas. Uh, they fined that player like $5,000 That's or something. stupid. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You know, what I just, you know what I just said? What? Tell me what you're going to fine me? 5000 No. No. And they're like, what? I'm paying, I'm, I'm, I'm paying 32000 Why? Because I'm paying 8000 for the fine and 24000 for your bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my eight, my twenty-four. Here's here's thirty-two G's. Yeah, some player I forgot who it was. They got in trouble, and then I think someone else got in trouble for writing uh, some Kobe stuff on their shoe. Yeah, a lot of players did. Get out of here! It's, it's stupid. Idiot. In one month, D- David Stern, Kobe Bryant. But yeah, Zion, impressive. Zion's been very impressive. I heard. I don't remember who it was. was rookie of the year. No, it's John Morant. John Sorry. Morant's rookie of the year. The Sorry. only way the only way Zion gets rookie of the year is if he averages like forty points the rest of the year. Well, if, and even then, if the if the Pelicans make the playoffs, which they're not far out, the Pelicans make the playoffs, and he's averaging like twenty five, twenty six a game, then maybe. Then yeah, maybe. But no, it's 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 John Morant. But I agree. You got a. Uh, well, about three minutes. Um, you got anything else interesting that happened over the weekend? Um, no, not really. Uh, I saw where Jake Paul said he's fighting to avenge Logan. I brought Jake Paul up this time. Yeah, Jake Paul was actually training with uh, Orhe Masvidal yesterday. Really? Yeah. Ew. Because uh, the Wait, fight's on Thursday. Was he trying to kill the guy? <laughs> Don't train with Jorge. He'll, he'll teach you how to murder somebody yeah. in the ring. Uh, he fights on Thursday, which is weird. That he fights on a Thursday? It's usually a Saturday Friday night. or Saturday, yeah. yeah. It's usually Saturday night. But uh, they fight on Thursday um, in Miami against Anisan Gibb. Uh, Anisan has the same trainer that KSI had and Deji had. So far, Jake Paul's training camp has consisted of Ryan Garcia. Ew. Sugar Shane Mosley. Ew. And Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so Logan's trying to kill him. Or Logan. Jake's trying to kill yeah, him. I mean, yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, he said he wants to come out and make a statement. He will. If he, if he fights anything like those guys, he will. So I... You know what? Fighting? What if he loses? I never... I don't know what could happen. Yeah. At this point, I was like... I, I took Jake Paul in this fight just because Jake can fight. He has... He has the, you know, he has a good fighter's IQ. Like, the way Shane... I watched the little 20-minute video on YouTube... The way Shane, the way Shane brought it up, said, you know, there's certain people that play a sport and it sort of comes natural to them. Yeah, he said, like the fighting IQ thing. Whenever I see Logan fight, it doesn't come natural to him. Well, he's just big. He's an athlete. He's a decent. Like, he's got decent IQ. Yeah, he, but he's an athlete first. Yeah. So physical, physical things like baseball, football, basketball, those are going to come to him naturally because he can impose his will on other people. You know, if you give him the ball, he's going to run over some people. Yeah. If you give him the ball in basketball, he'll get to the paint because he's so massive. Yeah. Jake doesn't have that. I mean, he's big. He's very big. But he doesn't have the size that Logan has. But his eye, like his fighting brain. Yeah. Sugar, Shane Mosley said he understands, like, if I tell him, hey, go 515 duck seven, and I teach him once, 
he'll incorporate that in the next sparring session flawlessly because he understands it. He understands how to shoulder roll the correct way, not how Logan does it. He underst- He just said he knows. It's I think more natural. It, yeah. I think he said the way he broke it down was that growing up being Logan's little brother and being the smaller brother, he had to he had to learn how to use his, his brain more because Logan's so damn big. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought whenever I, the fight was announced, I was like, okay, I'll take Jake Paul probably stoppage like he wanted to get to Deji. Because he has a gas tank and he's just gonna lay it on him. Yeah. And then the fight came, and then they said, you know, it's a professional fight, six rounds, no headgear, ten ounce gloves. And I was like, stoppage probably earlier because Jake's pretty big. You said no headgear. He might kill him. And then now, and then Connor fought, and I was like, I take Connor and probably like the second round <laughs> goes out Merck's Cowboy in forty <laughs> seconds. And then I see Jake training with. Ryan Garcia, and I was like, he's learning some speed. Start training, training with Shane Mosley up in the mountains in Big Bear, which is 8,000 feet elevation. I was like, oh, okay. He probably will win. If uh, if he doesn't knock him out, he'll definitely win by decision. Then I see him yesterday with Jorge Masvidal doing some pad work, and I'm like, you know what? This fight could last 10 seconds. He could come out and hit him with something he's never seen before. And completely crack him and kill him. He could. You That'd never know. You never know. After the Connor Cowboy thing, I was like, you never know anymore. Yeah. Because that wasn't supposed to happen. No. <laughs> that fight was supposed to go three rounds. Jorge Mazov's not supposed to end Ben Askren's You're career. Right. You're right. That wasn't supposed to happen that way. That, did. that was supposed to happen. Ben comes out, gets a hold of him for a little while. They wrestle. Jorge beats him up stand-up wise. And then maybe go three rounds decision. Or Ben Askren submits him late, or Orhan knocks him out late. How long was Not, that fight? Five seconds. Yeah. Technically five seconds. That fight really lasted two. Yeah. The other three seconds was the ref coming over to, to, to save sure Ben Askren's life. Yeah. That God. wasn't supposed to happen. That's like when Anderson Silva front kick front kicked that dude in the face. <laughs> That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> People don't do that. I actually wouldn't rewatch that fight. You can see what happens. You can see why he got kicked in the face. Why? You can see it. Why does anyone get because kicked? Because no the one face? throws a front stabbing kick to the face. It's always to the body. To the body. No one gets their foot that so high. So whenever he goes up, he does this, and it sneaks up through his guard because he did this because he thought it was going to come forward. So he's going to catch his foot and push him backwards. Well, the momentum was coming up, not forward. So it just broke through like this, hit him in the bottom and of then the chest. He gym. saw stars. He said, "Ow!" Oh, I think he just saw black. <laughs> I don't think he saw stars. He saw black. He saw uh, the Black Mamba. Um, well, Anderson's vote was the Black Mamba in that case. Yeah. Um, it was fast. Didn't see it coming. Strike you because he wanted to. It's deadly. Well, you got anything else to talk about? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, where can they find you and all of our podcast affiliates and iFilm Cinema on social media and on the interwebs? So you can find me personally at iFilm Aaron on 15, iFilm Aaron 15 at Twitter. Eiffel Marin on Instagram, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat, Night and Normal Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Academy of Conspiracy comes back February 12th, Instagram and Twitter, iFilm Cinemas, Instagram and Twitter, and YouTube, uh, that also goes for Academy of Conspiracy, and iFilmCinemas.com, February 1st, be on the lookout, so when you hear this, it'll be Friday, so two days after this. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Saturday. It'll be ready. Go. Check it out. Go check out our bios and the store, and don't don't look at my picture that Aaron put on the website. It's stupid. Do you change that picture? Or is it still that one? Oh my god, I hate my picture. Well, I guess I'm doing your job now too. You can find me <laughs> on uh, Snapchat at Kyler Durham twenty one. Uh, you can also find our Patreon at patreon.com slash not your normal podcast. We have uh, three tiers. We got a five dollar tier, which is the average tier. We got the spooky tier in honor of the Academy of Conspiracy, which is $6. And we have the normal tier for the Not Your Normal Podcast, which is $7. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. Donate that $7. And I told Aaron today, I had an idea. And um, let us know if you something you'd be interested in seeing. So we're getting very, very close to episode 50, which will be the first episode that we record and put on YouTube. I was thinking that so the basement yard does this. I got this from the basement yard. Yeah. The the best content is content that you steal. If you steal one time, it's called plagiarism. 
if you steal multiple times, it's called being smart. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why it makes any sense. Um, I was thinking about for our seven dollar Patreons. Before we record, we come in here for ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, and we talk and we say outlandish. I'm a name for it too. What? Go for it. Just oh. Continue. We say outlandish things, and it's us preparing for the podcast. I thought it'd be interesting to have a camera set up maybe right here on this wall yeah. that films both of us and us just talking and we have that 15 20 minute segment and we put that on the patreon and if you pay the seven dollars you get that as well as if you pay the seven dollars you get extra promo codes for okay. money off oh, that's just an idea but the santa Gato studio where i got the idea they call it they're just their, their meeting or whatever the morning show yeah yeah the morning meeting the morning show or whatever the morning it's on, meeting yeah. yeah and it's it's on their ten dollar patreon yeah so you're getting ours for three dollars cheaper oh i found a thing i Need to order more. I need to order one, two more. Now three if we do that. The morning thing. Yeah. Um, they're pretty cheap. Uh, I ordered a not your normal podcast one. That we can either. I guess I could order two of them to or one. Put it behind you. Our probably. Poster. It's a canvas thing. It's a canvas. Oh, art. that's pretty cool. Put one up up here if we do the wide thing for the morning one. Yeah. The not your normal morning. The not your normal morning show. Good idea. Well, what was your? Is that what you're gonna call it? Yeah. Not your normal morning show. Well, like I was saying, if you have any, uh, well, and also any money that you put towards the Patreon, it's going for us to get get better equipment, obviously, get y'all merchandise. If you want a not-your-normal bracelet like I have, like Aaron has, let us know. We'll put those on the store if there's enough demand for them. Um, I think that's it. Um, thank everybody for listening. Um, sorry that this was a sadder kind of a one topic one but we had to talk about it um kobe's the greatest basketball player greatest athlete of all time um that's it you got anything to say Aaron, before we wrap this up um just basically everything that people said about kobe bryant and everything and um life is very fragile mm-hmm. can be taken in a in a blink of an eye snap of a finger however you want to say it and uh i think kobe bryant would only want me to in this one way Mamba out. <laughs>